Hey guys, I'm Jessica Valenzuela, a wedding and events planner and designer for engaged couples and your host for the Not Just a Planner podcast. This podcast is all about educating you how to properly plan your special day to prevent any mishaps or red flags from arising. I don't sugarcoat anything. All advice and suggestions here are purely based on experience. So if you're ready to dive deeper into planning your wedding, you are in the right place. Here, you'll find episodes that are informative, educational, and fun so sit back with a coffee or wine in one hand and a pen in the other we're talking about all the raw and real life conversations of what it really takes to plan your wedding in today's podcast we're talking about wedding guest lists and people you can actually cross off um, it can be really really challenging to come up with your guest list especially when it's making decisions of who you should invite And the list can go on and on, but I think it really depends on the budget. So I'm going to give you helpful tips on who you can actually cross off your guest list. So first and foremost is the MIA family members. And these are family members who you have not talked to for years. And I mean, hardly even know the people who say, oh my God, you're my cousin of a cousin, or I'm your auntie, and you are seeing them for the first time, and you have no idea who they are. These people really haven't been a part of a love story or your journey, and have probably never been spoken about before, and it is something I believe both you and your spouse should talk about, because remember, it's your wedding day. It's not a family reunion. Um, This is an important topic Um, because you should really only be inviting your close family members and friends who you want to celebrate with you on your special day. Piggybacking off of that are also friends you haven't heard from in years. So just like point number one, this is not a reunion. Um, Only invite the friends who are close to you and truly understand your relationship with you and your spouse. Focus on those people who have been with you through thick and thin and have actually witnessed your love story. The third one would be work friends. Although you think oftentimes it's necessary to invite your boss or colleagues, actually it's not. I would focus on a relationship level where do you see these people being in your life if you were to quit your job today? If the answer is no and you think that you're kind of only talking just because you guys are in the same workplace, then that is also something you should think about. The next one is neighbors. So just like your work friends, it's not necessary to always invite your neighbors. If you don't have a certain relationship level with them, don't even think about inviting them. Um, You are not obligated whatsoever. Um, But if you have a certain neighbor who you have a good relationship with, maybe they've watched and witnessed your love, or maybe, um, you know, they've known you since you were a little girl growing up and you guys still keep in touch, then yes, invite your neighbors. Number five is kids. And so you may choose to invite kids to your wedding or not, and you may also base it off of age brackets. But at the end of the day, you're also on a budget and it's your wedding day. So you do have the right to decide on that. And one of the ways to lower down cost is to ask your kidding team if they can have a kid's menu and what the cost of those kid's venues will be. It's a lot more affordable compared to a regular adult meal, Um, but this is something that communicate with you and your spouse about, um, because at the end of the day, if you can't afford having all of these kids at your wedding, then you might want to consider cutting them out of the guest lists. 
Number six is the people you have never met. And this applies especially to your plus ones. Again, you pay per headcount. So if you don't know this particular person at all, I wouldn't suggest you allow that person you're inviting to bring that plus one. Um, this is the same reason that you don't need to give everyone a plus one as their option. Only invite friends and family members who you have a partner in life or spouse that you're close with um, or have witnessed your love story. A good rule of thumb is if they've been dating for more than six months, then they can invite them. But if they are dating like water and hopping off from one person to the next, then it's probably not a good idea to allow them to have a plus one. Um, number seven is friends of in-laws and parents. So remember that you want to invite people who are special to the both of you because it's your wedding day and it also depends on who's paying for the wedding. But because it's your special day, I think you should have a final say of who should be in your wedding guest list. Um, so talk to your parents about that um, and your spouse's parents about who they can invite to the wedding. Um, it shouldn't be a friends reunion or family reunion for them. Remember, it's a celebration of your love story, so make sure to put your foot down. Don't, <laughs> don't allow people to step over you and tell you something different, um, because at the end of the day, you're going to be the one that's going to look back at these photos, and it's going to be a memory for you and your spouse. So I hope this podcast helped you on people that you can cross off your guest list. I will see you guys at the next episode. Bye. Congratulations for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. I am so grateful for you. And if you have any questions or subject suggestions, please feel free to email me at hello at notjustaplanner.com. All right. Until next time, happy planning.